guys, welcome back to another episode of Where the Magic Happens. My name is Michelle, and it's been a while, as I probably will mostly say, because I'm just going to basically shoot out episodes, uh, but we'll definitely let you guys know on Instagram for incoming new episodes whenever I kind of just feel like putting one together, because a lot of it's based off of my own life, honestly, like a journal entry into fruition physical in the sense of it just being verbal and tangible to the ears I would say I feel a lot better where I am right now to record this episode so um I've been having a few topics I've been you know going back and forth with but haven't been in the right mindset um well mentally and emotionally just not in the right place to kind of go back to these places because um, they're fairly recent and it was something it's like a lot of times when you go through things like even fights with friends or something emotional you want to give yourself like a few days just to cool off and look back on everything and obviously follow your intuition and your primary thoughts and impulses and all that jazz um, within reason but once everything's cooled down you can better kind of look back on a situation and reflect on it so that's something that I just needed time with um more so emotionally more so with the sense of having to put myself in that space again so yeah now I'm just gonna go straight into this because um I feel like I should mention a trigger warning because I am gonna be talking about unhealthy work environments at any workplace you may have or with a boss um transphobia homophobia literally like the list the whole list you know what I'm saying like that whole list so just to warn you guys that's what I'm going to be talking about um more focus in the workplace so before I go into that I'm going to talk to you guys about what happened to me today because honestly it was a perfect kind of send-off for me to like record an episode again so basically uh this morning I went out for a run because I've been having trouble like kind of getting out of bed and I know I have depression all that jazz and I've conquered it in many ways but a lot of times you know it comes back in periods so it was really pissing me off that I wouldn't have the energy or I would just wake up and then find myself in bed not even daydreaming not even like binging at least Netflix or something like I was just kind of just laying there thinking or not thinking at all and then I would just do that for hours into the evening and it was so frustrating because um I wasn't being productive and nothing I wasn't using any of my gifts or my creative spirit like I had so much that I wanted to do creatively that I wasn't putting into practice and I was just really fed up with it so I decided to kind of um look at a YouTube video like find some YouTube videos that may address this because I was just so tired of it I've been seeing synchronicities and tweets on Twitter that related to the topic so I found a video and this guy talks about how when you wake up in the morning like your body like when your alarm goes off you have to wake up which I never do because I usually have like 15 alarms but then your like thoughts start creeping in or those bad habits so one of my bad habits involves just constantly throwing myself into imagination um it's not stimulating in any way like a lot of things have just not been stimulators in my life even things that I love so I knew I was like at this place um that I fell into so uh, again so I just didn't want to like continue this new year like I start off as a, like on a high well on a low and then a huge high and then feeling good and then all of a sudden this kicks back in so I wanted to just kind of just tackle it so 
I followed what this guy said. He suggested, you know, those devious thoughts are going to hit you once you ignore that alarm, once you're sat there or lying there awake. Um, So you have to just get up. Like, you have to just move your body, let your body respond and react first before your mind can even think for a second. Um, But also, like, I have usually to-do lists, which can be a pro and con because pro, they may work some days, other days it can cause you to feel very overwhelmed, which discourages you to even do it at all. So I felt like um, it was something along those lines, but also I felt like I wasn't really passionate about what was on my to-do lists. So I just created like just an a.m. morning routine of everything that I want to do before noon. And if I had the alarm at a specific time and knowing I needed to just get the fuck up and try this out and it worked at least for today. So I've been trying like a, like a variety of methods I've been sharing on this podcast um with productivity and all that jazz so I feel like everything I've learned that a lot of things will work for me and then they'll kind of die out a few days later so I think what my take on it is is that like I need I can have a routine but I need to change it up in different structures or enjoy it better like I have to go about it in different like various ways or techniques that people would do it in so like I would have post-its around the room that worked until it didn't to do a list in my planner that worked until it didn't yeah so it was just that or even like working out like it won't always work out every single day you need like days off for a break so I feel like it's honestly just like changing it up like kind of like oh that's funny now I'm thinking about it like having like a gym schedule and you're not working on legs every single day right you're working on legs one day arms one day another day cardio um glutes weight build and training and all that jazz that's all like separated on different days um so maybe that's just how my mind is working like maybe that's just what I need maybe it's just something where I have to be oh I just saw 717 that's another synchronicity I always see 717 um if y'all know more about number synchronicities please hit my dms and explain because I would love to listen to more because I always research to find meanings and they all align but I'm always feeling like I'm missing some sort of more information or details um or honestly I just want some clarity and things to be fucking straightforward but you know it's called patience damn it um but yeah so anyway um I feel like it's just like that like a gym schedule where I just need to kind of change the way I go about my days in a to-do list routine type of way yes like structured with some purpose but in a way that's just constantly changing and I'll enjoy it and I don't know just different approaches and I maybe I could be creative with it you know so we'll see how that goes and maybe I'll come back to you guys if I come up with different methods and kind of can reflect back on them. Whether they worked or not, some worked more than the others, we'll see. Um, but what worked for me today was having that packed AM list and then having the PM list just be kind of just the creative stuff that I wanted to just focus on, but having the AM things out of the way by noon at least. Yeah, so I, I actually, I, th- I did a little hack. So instead of sleeping in my bed, because my bed was at the point of smelling like I was homeless, I slept on the couch, on my couch, with a blanket. I took the pillows off. It was actually quite comfortable and I dreamt very well like an episode of sex education was happening and I had to wake up and I was so pissed because I was like I never have dreams that I can remember and enjoy and the you know they were both there like their names are oh god like the lead two actors in sex education Otis and um Eric were there and it was just so great and then I woke up so that was not 
whatever but I knew I had to wake up because usually I would just kind of stay in it and be like no let me imagine or finish this episode in my head but then that's what causes the feast of depressive negative thoughts to start trickling in and feeding off of everything off of your to-do list before you even like look at it or start it um so yeah so I kind of just like slept on the couch put my phone by my bed to charge so if the alarm goes off I'm gonna have to get up and the alarm went off I immediately got up got my phone um I did kind of go back to the couch though so that was kind of a no-no um but I only spent it like for 10 minutes just like kind of resting because I couldn't sleep all night so I was like okay let me just at least chill for a few seconds before I get up which is also like a no-no because your thoughts could trickle in and again this depends like person to person it differs in details from individual to individual um so that just so happened to work for me today because I was so in my mind I was like no you're getting up this is the day you're gonna get up you're gonna get the fuck up so I um ended up like you know I was like on my list is like the first thing is going to be doing your laundry like get your bedding like everything on your bed pull it out right now so that's kind of what I did I just pulled off all of my bedding I was like aggy like I wasn't like I wasn't in the right headspace. I wasn't going to start my morning routine, face, teeth, everything, until I did the laundry first, until I threw it into the washer, so that it's easy just to come back to later to put in the dryer. Um, So, yeah, so I ended up just doing the laundry, did my morning routine. I I did put on my to-do list going out for a run, but I was like, you know what, you know, if I don't make it to that, that's okay you know, some self-compassion, but you know, I could walk, but I know it'll feel different once I wash my face and moisturize, and then I start changing my clothes, like, maybe I can slowly get myself outside, and then I was, and and then I ended up running, I went on a run, I came back, you know, cooked some food, free write, which I've always wanted to just focus on doing, so I got to free write for a little bit, memorize some lines for an audition, and um, just chill with some tea and chill, you know, I was like, everything was getting done by noon and I was like girl look what you just did you got so much done that takes you forever and a day to do and something that this guy mentioned in his video um that I love that he mentioned is that yes it's going to be a daily practice like it's not going to be a quick fix but you're going to feel a lot better at least in the beginning crashing in the evening but feeling a bit productive and a bit more fulfilled than you would be if you were to immediately wake up and then crash throughout the entirety of the day and maybe you'll be productive at night or something. He didn't say that part, but for me, like, even being productive at night, I'm still gonna feel like shit, because I feel like I'm looking back on so many hours I wasted, and then going into another few hours of sleep, whatever, or staying up all night to catch up on everything, but I know that's gonna fuck me up even more, so I have to at least regulate everything, so. Um, yeah, so today worked out really well. So this seems more of, like, a episode focusing on, like, mending my energy and depression from recently and like methods as to what worked or not hopefully that may work for you um let me know and yeah I'm still gonna try things out and see how this goes but I think I've noticed so um my afternoon plan was kind of just focusing on my audition and doing the work for that and then I kind of just lost interest because I felt like a lot of the work you're never ever done but given the material I felt like I could only do so much and then something came up for a job opportunity just like a odd job like a babysitting job that my friends reached me out about and I was like oh shit this is amazing um so then I was kind of prepping by watching like babysitting videos 
and prepping for their call and it was pretty straightforward because I always overthink and my Gemini and my chart uh, astrologer said stop overthinking because that's going to hold you back from doing things when people don't even think about those things you're thinking about so chill so I kept trying to get myself to chill I took a nice long huge dump and then took the call and it was blessed it was a blessing and it was funny because I was looking at synchronicities of numbers and I was seeing, well, I've already been seeing 222 quite often. And I saw another YouTube video with this, where a guy kind of breaks down number synchronicities from 111 to 555. And it was perfect because how this babysitting job came out of the blue, I don't know how it manifested or was a reflection of myself. I was like, really, I hope this isn't some another experience where I have to learn how to just put myself first love myself and set boundaries and not be taking advantage of in a work experience again like please don't let that be this so yeah so I saw like numbers like 222444 like all of today and then I was looking at the babysitting thing and then talking to my friend about the family and the youtuber mentioned how 222 is an introduction of new partnership and 444 is um defining like family and the home and maybe somebody needs you your help right now in the family or in your home right now so I felt like that was in such alignment because literally like it was just pretty much straightforward like babysitting going straight into that um and a lot of you who may not believe in that may be like oh that's just a coincidence and all that jazz um but let me tell you this fact so I was trying to look up like instagrams or at least photos of the family but I couldn't find anything and I found their address though and the address was literally 222 and I was like yo what the fuck like bitch if, you, if that's not synchronicity if y'all don't believe in love of attraction manifestation like what you gonna tell me about that like their address is literally the numbers that I've been seeing like constantly um so I hope that I will enjoy and connect with them it won't be too awkward in the beginning hopefully like we all click and vibe and it's not awkward because just encounters um and that I learn a lot from the experience I'm not seeing them quite often it's only like a couple times a week um but I want to make some extra cash because what I'm gonna go into like I was employed for a little bit and I had to leave the job so this is great because I'm trying to save up to move out so bless and praying for more opportunities because I hope this audition really, really, really sets it off for me. But if not, that's okay. Anyway, so yeah, so now I have a kind of a side gig now, kind of. I only say kind of because I still haven't met the family yet and have not yet connected with the kids and started working with them yet. So I don't really want to solidify anything because you never know what may happen when I meet them if they may not like me yeah we'll see um but yeah so basically I had a job at the beginning of the year literally the beginning of the year 2020 um like around like literally like around new year's after Christmas into the new year I was bartending at this place and it was it was not a healthy environment and I remember like before I went into the interview I felt so anxious about it but I was like saying to myself you are allowed to say no you can leave whenever you want like no one's physically attacking you right now like I was speaking to my anxiety I was like speaking to myself like I don't know if this is my intuition telling me not to do this right now but I don't want it to be another opportunity where maybe it's everything that I want on the other side of fear is this situation this opportunity and so why should I deny it so I ended up doing it I don't regret it because I did learn a lot about my self-worth and value and not putting up with bullshit anymore um so I think it was like a great final test 
for myself and my identity um because a lot of the times I feel like I'm not anything more than I don't know less than the bare minimum or I feel like everyone's kind of the same way as I am accepting kind of kind I mean obviously people aren't all like that like look at the world obviously not but when I like go into the world I just feel like how am I unique or different than the other person like what would I bring into the world how would I succeed in business or whatever I want to pursue like what would make me stand out not in competition but as an individual that would move forward and succeed because again it wasn't dissociation it was more so just a sense of I know who I am but at the same time there's still something that's not completely clicking um so yeah and I'm, I'm in my early 20s so and not to freak out if you're also listening in the same age range because I feel like that's normal and my friends have to remind me it's normal because they're going through it too um and just because they may have jobs in their fields does not define their I guess time into success that they feel like they feel a lot of the same feelings I do so yeah it's quite interesting some work some don't so it's pretty nice just to have healthy outlets in my close circle who I can go to and thrive with because a lot of great opportunities usually happen when I am like speaking with them and our vibrations are like rising up you know it's we'd be thriving with that healing energy so it's just amazing um but when it's not it's like we be trying or I be trying because we got ourselves at the end of the day so yeah sorry I don't want to keep rambling but where was I um yeah, so I was working at this place as a bartender, and it wasn't necessarily, like, a bartending position that I wanted. I wanted something in a club with people around my age where we could dance with music, I could serve cocktails, and really practice the craft. Um, but this is more of, like, a dive bar. It's just, like, a shot in beer place. Once in a blue moon cocktails, maybe, but what I didn't love about this place, like, I liked the vibe in the beginning because it felt comfortable, like, a home, and it was kind of like a mom and pa kind of deal, but I didn't like how it was off the books. Yes, I did make a good money, but it wasn't enough for me to stay after how I was being treated, and it's funny because I was being warned, like, during the interview kind of how the customers would treat me and how to act and stuff like that but then it seemed like the boss was projecting and really was kind of trying to give a disclaimer I guess from himself to act so terrible um because the customers literally did no harm to me maybe a couple would creep on me but it was to no extent that would trigger me at all like as catcalling would in the city depending on the extent of it that I've, I've experienced but literally at the bar like a lot of the um customers were in their 50s or up maybe 40s some young people in the night I didn't get to work night shifts as often yet because I was still learning but yeah you know I was still learning it was literally like those that vine that Bretman walk rock shared where it's like I'm fucking trying I'm trying I've only been doing this for two fucking days you know so it was just like that bad energy just the entirety of my working days um because the customers were great they were not racist they weren't homophobic towards me they weren't being creepy and I could tell like I definitely feel like I left hopefully a difference I could tell in all of their eyes they're used to creeping on girls and mistreating but when they looked at me for some reason I could see in their souls looking back at me that something would stop themselves um like one guy 
he was trying to pursue for a second and just had to talk to himself and be like no no like no like she's like kind and like smiley like she's too young whatever I wasn't that young though but and then he proceeded to be talking about his daughters to me so then I made it into the direction of how you know he would want his daughters to be treated and it was like better manners happening right in front of me and I was like wow like I'm not uninvincible or untouchable because obviously not but these people are surprisingly respecting me and not treating me the way my boss warned me they would treat me as maybe they treated the girls before me who were bartenders poorly but with me they were very very kind and treated me like maybe like a family member honestly so the customers were nice and they were encouraging because they're like you know they need the help but um, I just didn't like the people I had to work for. I liked one of the owners, but the other one, he was just not a cup of tea. I just didn't enjoy it. And it sucks because the customers were so encouraging with me and so friendly and were saying like how great I'm going to do and like I'm going to be fine. Um, how they've had great bartenders before, but the ones after just kept leaving without notice. And... I figured out why. <laughs> I found out why. And I'm going to tell y'all why. I'm going to spill the tea. But um, I won't name the location at all um, for safety reasons. Um, but it was something definitely that I want to talk about and share. Because, like, if you're in a toxic environment workplace-wise, even if, like, the customers are great. Like, that doesn't mean you should stay. Even if the money's good, that doesn't mean you, you should stay. If it's having a taking a toll on your mental health and your subconscious mind working on your self-worth and knowing how hardworking you are and you are like improving and stuff day by day but somebody's gonna be there to gaslight you and be toxic and treat you like shit and be everything that they warned you about but it really is just projecting themselves onto the world then fucking leave hopefully that was enough for you to leave um I really had to pull myself out of there though it was just like I am a very hard worker I'm great at what I do um Yes, I was very new to bartending, so I wasn't perfect. Obviously, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm learning as I'm going. And this is, like, again, like, an off-the-books place. They do everything differently. It was kind of annoying because it kept changing prices for so many different customers. And it was just very misogynistic. Yeah, and I was constantly being gaslighted. Like, all the customers would love me, too. Like, even new people would come in. People who haven't shown up in months to that bar started coming in more because they generally liked me. Yeah, for my looks, so I get, like, there's some extent of obviously sexism and misogyny still present in the room um especially by specific characters but like people my age or like just who were the ones who were respectful would like tell them like you know we love her we're gonna come back for her like keep her like she's doing great and I really appreciated that but that obviously it's funny because like that wasn't even enough for the owner to treat me with respect and the person was very very fickle like one second they're like oh don't take people's shit like if they're treating you wrong and stuff like that, um, they'll even make sure, like, when I leave, they'll watch me go to my car or whatever, but then on the other side, it was like, oh, you should really sell yourself, like, just joke about it, like, just doing it with them, but don't at the same time, um, like, I, I, I felt very uncomfortable being told to do that, um, like, there are a lot of boundaries being crossed because they just felt very comfortable, with it for me it was like fine but when I started to see how it was affecting me and my work because I was starting to be I was being spoken down to the, the more days I started working there I was like do y'all need help or not because it seems like y'all never want to keep a motherfucking bartender here so um yeah so basically it was just very misogynistic 
misogynistic, sexist by the owner, um, racist because they kept pressuring me and I knew I had to do something with the way I looked, like something with my ethnicity and all that jazz, um, and obviously my gender, um, and I already knew, I figured the person was racist because one of my, I think I was on my last day, they told me, like, he couldn't hire other bartenders to work so I would have a decent schedule because they were black and no one's and black girls would be bad for business and immediately when he said that I was like fuck you like that's fucking disgusting to say like are you fucking kidding me like I'm pretty sure they would be good for business and the customers wouldn't freak out and stop going there like you're fucking kidding me like most of the customers are dependent on regulars maybe the night crew again I didn't work nights on weekends to see young crew if they would be like very toxic, obviously toxic masculinity walking everywhere, I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm like, you know what? This isn't a fucking safe environment for any community. So why should I have to continue my presence in my work here? Like, I, that's fucking ridiculous. Like when I heard that, I was like, literally, I'm literally working in a space of toxicity and just an outdated mindset, like a very outdated mindset where it was like the colonizer's mindset. I'm like, this is absolutely disgusting. And the boss was like, even like, oh, I'm the most hated man in America because I'm white. I'm male. I'm from this country, uh, which is a white country in Europe. Um, I'm like fucking, I don't know, Republican, like all these lists of things. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. We gonna all hate you, but you're not the most hated man in this damn country. Hello, woman, woman of color, like trans women, trans men, like men of color too, like you're not the most like you really don't have any sense of reality to anything like oh you you suffer police brutality do you get pulled over for that no you don't so shut the fuck up like it was just such delusion and ignorance and it was just bigotry like complete bigotry and um this person was pressuring me about my sexuality because they saw my instagram and saw that i was at pride holding up the flag and i'm very welcoming to everybody i'm very kind i'm very inclusive um, and I guess that angered them maybe like seeing that and seeing how well that worked in the world and how I was vibing with people regardless, maybe some internal self-hatred, all that jazz. But I was just like, why is this person constantly pressuring me about my sexuality? And I was just like, I kind of just said, you know what? Like I'm straight, but I'm still figuring it out. Um, but I didn't say what I really would have said about my sexuality, um, cause it just didn't feel safe at all for anybody, even to invite my friends over to visit, um, because literally like they're of all ethnicities and all races and genders. Like I got it all in my friend group, all in my circle. So I can't be inviting people over at all. Cause it's not a safe space. And that's fucked up for you as a friend to even put someone in that situation or in that space. So, um, yeah. So like, I was like, bitch, don't be doing that shit like this. You're not, you shouldn't be here right now. Like I was just so frightened like I felt so threatened I was so unsafe um and then I started developing um trauma there and it was some sort of repetitive thing happening where it was just like just finally pushed me to the point where I broke down in the bathroom because I was being gaslighted I started being gaslighted and I'm like why is this happening like day by day like something worse keeps happening and I was doing the work I was improving I was pretty on point like I was doing like counting like money and stuff and they don't have some, anything that's automatic it's all manual which is annoying but I didn't think I could do it but I learned how to you know count change in like a day like literally a day like bitch nobody can fucking learn that shit that fast but I'm doing it because I'm just tired of 
constantly being corrected it's like when you're constantly being corrected by people and it infuriates infuriates you and frustrates you that it puts you on the edge of tears not because necessarily you're angry but because you know you're, you would be talking to a brick wall if you said anything like even to stand up for yourself you know like it's just like talking to a brick wall and it's frustrating when somebody's constantly at you like picking out all the bad but not even appreciating all the good all the great things that you are doing like I did so much um and yes again there are things to improve on but that's normal but to put down somebody and gas like them and say like they're not doing anything at all right is fucked up like mentally it was emotional abuse it was like literally abusive in that way and I just didn't feel safe yeah I was just being gaslighted and yes there was improvements I could make with when the way foam worked for a type of drink but I was never taught that and they never showed me ways to do it right um and then they would get pissed at me if I did things in certain ways even though they never showed me to angle things in certain ways so it was just a bunch of nonsense um because I was doing the work I was taking initiative I was always looking things to do and there was a stool there to chill and in the beginning like they would do like breaks and stuff and when I visited the bar before like bartenders be chilling on their phone there but if I'm sat there for a second after doing like hours of work talking to people like cleaning like selling drinks all the time you know making the moolah for them it's like they didn't even notice that or recognize that like they were it was just like dead like deadly stares or like of disgust or something I was receiving it's like what the fuck do you want from me like I'm pretty on point with everything and everyone's having a good time and they're actually giving great feedback about me so the second I went on this stool on the last day they started like gaslighting me saying I should they gave me a list of things to do that I should be doing that I have been doing for hours straight and I don't like that gaslighting bullshit I had that once before with a toxic boss like years ago out of Starbucks and it fucking set me off because it's like you know I'm literally like one of the best workers here and I do all that constantly for hours and you really want to gaslight me to take advantage of me or to just put me down because there's some sort of projection you're not like communicating towards me because of something you just don't want to admit to not liking about me or something but you're still gonna have me around like I know you're not gonna fire me but you're gonna just mistreat me constantly like and there's no proper guidance there's no proper training or standards or anything like it was so toxic and I could be a great bartender there basically like probably even carry the place up at some point but it wasn't a place I wanted to get to where I know even if I was at the place I would still get picked at it was just that toxic if you're in that situation get yourself out of there because that's fucking fucked up you don't have to people please or prove anyone wrong or yourself like or anything it doesn't mean you're a bad worker or bad like anything like oh wow I'm seeing 717 again on the clock um but it was just something where I was just so pushed to my limits because I'm very politically active especially on my Instagram so everything that they this owner was against was everything that I support you know I'm very inclusive I'm very progressive and welcoming and this person was fucking racist a bigot like I said but honestly I'm not gonna repeat myself again but basically long story short I broke down I was freaking out and then I didn't know how I was freaking down because I didn't know how to last till like two or three in the morning and then I didn't feel safe I was like you know what this feels like a very unsafe place for me I feel like with this owner like not that they would have any advances on me but if they did my PTSD kind of took off because I'm like they could easily like abuse me and get away with it and their family wouldn't probably wouldn't give a fuck about it I could call the police and I feel like the town's police would totally you know cover the evidence and nobody would know where I am or 
obviously like, oh, I'm, I want to start crying right now because I don't want to put myself in that place again, which is why I didn't want to do an episode about it. Get, hence the trigger warning. But um, yeah, I was like frightened for days um, because I made it to the two at three in the morning then. And I was like this. I feel so unsafe because this person's putting down our generation or any generation past them, even like technology and everything like it was really unhealthy and toxic. And I was being shit on and I was threatened to get money out of my pay. And I was just like, you know, what? I could easily get fucking R.A.P.E.D. right now or abused or anything like that. Like it was just fucking toxic and abusive. And I'm like, I can't be here. And I was supposed to come in the next day. And it was really hard. It's hard for me to like pull myself out of places or completely say no um, because I don't do well over phone calls. I could do it over emails or texts. This person didn't have an email. So I just texted like a really, you know, cordial goodbye response being, no one can get my sarcasm through text. No one can get tone, but I was very much like, oh, you know, the customers were so kind, like, you know, supportive and all this jazz. Thanks for the skills I've learned and the opportunity to learn them, whatever, but I'm gonna have to go, you know, and they were like, okay, good, good luck, it's not for everybody, whatever, and I was like, you fucking kidding me, was that easy, because, like, obviously, it's that easy, but for me, my anxiety is constantly thinking that I'm gonna be attacked by somebody, or they're gonna start challenging me, and then I won't be able to face the confrontation, um, when there, because there doesn't need to be one, it should just be an easy no, and it is, and setting that boundary and stuff, but it was just a frightening experience for me, like, I woke up, and I'm like, I can't go in, I can't go in, Yet it was so difficult for me to say or text the no. And like, I was like crying in bed. And my friend, I, I try to usually reach out to my friends for help. But this was something where I needed somebody right there with me. So I called my brother and he hugs me and he's walking me through it. And he literally went through a similar experience with a recent boss of his. But he was able to kind of call him out on it because they were able to communicate on that level. Um... And he really helped me emotionally. So we hugged and stuff. And I sent the text. I had him read it because I need that just there support. And then I sent it. And then it was an easy response. And I'm like, why do I still feel like I'm going to be attacked right now? Like I'm in danger. Like I'm not safe. And I feel threatened. So I hated that energy. And I was so happy I got myself out of that place. But it wasn't something that I wanted to keep myself in because he, my brother was great because he was like, you know, it doesn't make you weak because I was like, I don't want to feel weak for not pursuing, like not at least continuing and being like better or not necessarily to prove them better, but to prove myself. Maybe this was just my anxiety or fear when no, bitch, this is your safety. And my brother was like, it doesn't make you weak. It would make you weak if you were to stop wanting to do bartending at all altogether, but you're not weak right now because you just don't want to work for them. You can work anywhere else. Um, so I really loved and appreciated that because I was just like in, I was basically having a panic attack and it's hard to kind of navigate things while you're having a panic attack or at least for me. So I was just really happy, so happy, but I was kind of sad because there were a couple customers there I really, really loved and they were really encouraging me to stay and they were so lovely and I learned a lot about like the past with them and it was just sucks because I felt like like their old hearts like I just felt it like kind of crumble um because they were very encouraging because they're like you know you got through all these customers who are supposed to be difficult but for me were friendly I vibed it was easy um but like they're like you know you got through all these customers this name this name that name this name you know the wife loves you like you're gonna do great you're like don't listen to the owner whatever like you're gonna be vibing and I'm just like hmm 
no at the end of the day it's not healthy it's really not because they're not there behind me with my with me behind that bar defending me or in any way you know what I'm saying so um it was just a matter of my safety and I did stand up for myself I did verbally stand up for myself here and there um not as strong but I did say something which is still a big step and I was very like firm with it and like just like kind of mocking them in a way um but I don't think it hit them or they just stood quiet when I said it because I'm just I refuse to allow anybody to gaslight me and it was something where this was a situation that if you guys experienced it I want you just to take away from it like how strong you are because despite someone gaslighting you like you may know this as well like I just knew I knew how well I was doing I know I'm a hard worker I work at fucking Starbucks making those drinks rush hours like pulling like five people on the floor like yes I'm still learning and I can improve like technicalities in bartending yes with proper training and guidance and experience yes but this was not that that was not being provided for me and these weren't things that was I was getting giving like guidance again like or any encouragement about like or even acknowledge for all the good things that I was doing and how attentive attentive and and cleanly I was with everything and talking with everybody like I was like no I know I have these qualities I know I'm doing great they're not going to tell me I'm not a value of worth or I'm not a great worker at all like I'm not going to be a fucking treated like a, a dumb-witted individual like I know my worth and value I know I know my shit I know I mean and everyone's be vibing back like good feedback yes again room for improvement but not in the way they were being so toxic about it and about little things that really were annoying and not a big of a deal nor did they have the understanding of because they un- uneducated individuals so I was just like you know what this made me feel so empowered like I know my capabilities I know my power I know who I am so I felt like that was a final transformation for a lot of things I was going through and it was great because honestly I I immediately got a role in a play in the city and I was you know longing for something like that especially in acting and I'll probably talk about that in another episode but I got to act, guys. It was just perfect. I left this toxic job, was at a low at 2020, and then became at a high when I was doing what I loved because I just knew who I was and I deserved better and I was vibing better. Yes, I was mourning days after because I was going through PTSD, having been at that place now. Unfortunately, it added to my PTSD as a different experience. Oh, please don't cry, um, which sucks. Um but, you know, I have to put it in writing. I wrote, like, a little short passage I posted on my Instagram, my main account, and it got good feedback. It's very descriptive, and I love my writing, and I don't do much about it. Um, so I'm glad I shared that honesty, and it was really beautifully written, which I love about my writing, but it's just frightening to have to go through episodes of PTSD. So, um, yeah, when you just don't feel safe and feel threatened and yeah anyway and subject to like racism and all that jazz um and kind of tying connecting it back to kind of my mentioning the whole at the beginning of this episode getting through depression and getting off my to-do list when I went for a run in the morning you know I went for a run and all I did was cover myself up yes I was wearing orange leggings because fuck it I don't have a solid color and a blue sweater because it's warm and it's fucking freezing outside and I had a blue scarf covering my face my nose because I read like with running in the winter you should have a scarf over so your lungs don't freeze and throat don't get doesn't get damaged and I'll actually read back to you a post I put on my food Instagram account because um it was just something that I just wanted to talk about and 
obviously other people have much more in-depth stories about it from their own experiences but this is just something i wanted to mention all right so i wrote um all i did was cover up for a run in cold weather and white boy racially profiled me funny how his fear to his safety oozed so dramatically and expressively yet i was the one minding my own business who was left feeling unsafe and threatened like fuck islamophobia I know I only experienced a brief encounter and those who are Muslim experience from this to the worst every day, but I just write this to anyone who does this, catch yourself, rid and cleanse yourselves of the hate and false primary impulses you've been conditioned with, guide your friends out of this mentality and action slash hate speech, and create a safe space for everyone. Thank you. And then I go on to say what my vegan tacos were made out of from the post um but yeah like literally like this kid with his dog was i was just running on like the opposite side of the path at the park and he was on the opposite side like we weren't even close with each other we were literally at the edges and he pulls his dog and himself into the grass because i you i literally knew why what he was thinking and how he was reacting and it felt like shit and i felt so unsafe i was like no keep running around the park if you pass by him again fuck it who cares if you i don't know i felt like a gun would be pulled out or something but i was like no like fuck men maybe see it as a way like wow you felt so empowered like a badass woman was walking through the path that they had to make way for and I tried to get myself in that place, but I couldn't, and I was like, no, I'm not gonna go home just to feel safe, I'm gonna, like, fuck this people for changing my path, or having any control whatsoever, I'm gonna fucking run the few more laps that I want to run, and jog and walk to, because fuck them, like, I'm fucking just wearing a scarf right now, because I need to fucking breathe, uh, like, fuck them for ruining my day, so I was running and stuff, and then I started, um, feeling their presence around me, but I knew they were gone up a hill, and I just felt like a gun could be pulled out, and it just felt very unsafe, um, but I still went on another lap knowing all that, and I finally made it home, and I was just, like, really pissed, so I had to write about it, which I'm glad I did, because I got good feedback. Again, it was only a brief encounter, like, people go through worse every day, but I just want you guys to make a safe space for everybody, and if you act that way or think those thoughts, maybe that doesn't define you. Maybe it's the following thoughts that define you where you stop yourself from that conditioning, from those impulses that you were taught to feel and react to when you see certain people in groups and such. And just shift yourself into knowing that maybe your secondary thoughts are who you are as in like know you're inclusive and welcoming to these people because that they aren't like that. And a few bad apples shouldn't cancel out a whole group of people. And like I mentioned, like, guide your friends out of that mentality, like, educate each other, try your best to stand up for other people, like, I know it's hard, like, for me with anxiety and confrontations, I'm really frightened and bad about it, but I'm trying to be better because I want to be an active ally in society whenever anything happens. For me, it's mostly just trying to find the right words because I'm educated, but I just need to find the right words, and I try to continue to actively be educated by all the communities, um, but at the end of the day, like, from yourself, your own, try to create a safe space and extend that forward. Um, yeah, and I've been racially profiled before many times. A lot of times I get mistaken as um, Pakistani, and I'm Italian and Ecuadorian, so Latina as well, and I look ethnically ambiguous, and I feel like that's a beautiful thing because um, growing up, I always felt like I was ugly because I never saw myself in the media or related to anybody in my class, Um 
but then as I got older actually quite recently like or like not recently but like a few years um I've seen more Pakistani women around and we have similar features I don't look entirely Pakistani Pakistani women and men are gorgeous um but I have a couple features like my nose for example and I just appreciated seeing more people who had similar features so I didn't feel like I was ugly anymore like you know like my friend was saying you always want to feel like you have a place where you belong you could be your own person of course but it's just human like you're human you're damn hard on yourself but it's okay like we all like that but yeah so I feel like it's beautiful I'm very grateful I have empathy and despite like have like those conditions in society and living in a household where literally they be Republican, you know what I'm saying? I'm nothing like that, and I'm very empathetic. And if I am the opposite, I do catch myself. That stuff I caught myself as at a young age. Like, the most I've felt that way, honestly, was just, like, the R word in my past. I've only said the R word when I didn't know what it was or what it meant or that it stood for a group of people at all. Like, my cousin, who um, is a part of another community, who would be offended by that word because it's disgusting to say constantly and thrown around um so I only said the r word in one grade because everyone started saying it but I didn't know the meaning behind it but I know the energy behind it and I was misusing it and then when I was educated that's when I knew oh fuck that's fucking terrible so I'm glad I have the empathy for it and you know empathy or not if you're somebody who develops the empathy to grow and be better you know character development then (laughs) we be cheering you on too you know what I'm saying like I'm not perfect I'm really not so um yeah it's just something I wanted to mention because I don't want anyone anyone listening to do that to other people make them feel so unsafe or threatened or made feel like they have to like make other people feel like they have to run away from them like I think that's fucked up um so yeah just want to send off that message make the world a better place if you're in a toxic work environment or a toxic environment or toxic bigotry people outdated mindsets get yourself out of that situation don't let your friends enter those situations and stay true to yourself and it sucks withholding information about yourself like for instance my sexuality and all that jazz but if it's the safest thing for you to do fucking do it like you have a world of people who love you you don't need that one person to know sometimes of your truth that's like creating a boundary or like think of it as like allowing access to you some you know people have to earn access to you they can't you can't just have people can't have just access to you out of anywhere unless they're like your closest friends still with boundaries but they know you know how you guys be but like don't allow access let those people have access to you because they don't deserve to know that about you so it's okay to not share it because it's your safety first literally your safety first um so yeah, hopefully I covered everything. Depression, how I moved out of that for today and how that worked very well. Another job opportunity, you know, all the bullshit that was happening as a bartender at this workplace. All the highs at a play I did in the city, which I'll cover in the next episode. Yeah, and Islamophobia and more. So send love and kindness into the world. Be that example. Be the epitome of all of that. And catch your friends doing that who may exercise that because that ain't right. Or maybe they ain't your real friends because if they don't support your beliefs on that too, it's kind of like you're enabling in a way. But again, that's within reason to the extent I don't know who you are. Again, like I say, like it differs in detail from individual to individual, which is my favorite quote from a book I'm reading right now called Freeing the Natural Voice by Kristen Linklater. So I'm constantly going to be quoting 
that book because I love everything in it. It aligns so perfectly well. So yes, all the synchronicities. Hope you guys see some 111s, 222s out there. You know, all the good stuff. I wish you guys the best. I wish you guys a healthy 2020 new year. Great work opportunities. Great bosses. Even being your own damn boss. Um, more of a progressive, loving, welcoming world. Spread kindness. And yeah, so I hope I educated with you guys today educated with you guys today um entertained you guys you guys took some things from this hopefully this podcast everything i shared makes sense was articulated correctly and yeah so that's everything that was all the magic that happens this is where the magic happens and i'll talk to you guys next time thank you so much for listening and share please share and dm me um i'll tell you guys my new podcast name on instagram instead of where the magic happens pod that i used to have now it's magic happens podcast so please follow magic happens podcast please share the podcast give me some advice again i'm still new at this still gonna be failing still gonna be thriving here and there working on it um and yeah so i hope you guys enjoy this i send you my love and i send you my healing if you go through like casual any of these bullshit to the worst case scenarios um But yeah, anyway, again, this has been Where the Magic Happens. Love you guys, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye!